Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, a slight tangent, the crappy quiz, and you had to be there. Five goals in 20 minutes. It's just, you can't do that. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. In the small matter of Liverpool against Manchester City this coming Sunday, as Adrian mentioned before the break, we'll have live commentary of the game as well, right here on uh, on Off the Ball. You get it on the OTB Sports app as well. Delighted to be joined this morning by uh, the former Liverpool defender, three-time European Cup winner Phil Thompson. Morning, Tomo. Good morning, guys. How are you? Keeping well, keeping well. You've got the uh, the small matter of City, as I said, this Sunday. Um, a certain Norwegian striker that's a reasonable <laughs> enough goal scorer. How do, you, how do you go about stopping him? Is there a way to stop him, Tomo, for Liverpool this weekend? Well, I can't play this weekend, so that that's <laughs> taken out of the equation. Um, no, he's been he's been phenomenal, hasn't he? You, you, you just look at the guys, and you know anybody who likes a little sort of bet, which I'm not encouraging. <laughs> um, he must be there with everybody's, so because he's just so predictable, and that's what that's what he's brought to the game. He's been absolutely astonishing, and, and not playing the other night. Was nothing about. I don't think him being tired or anything like that. I just think Pep seen it as an ideal opportunity to give him a rest um, and keep him very, very sharp for the weekend. But he certainly brought something wonderful to the Premier League, frightening the pants off every defender. That is, but he's terrific. Like if you're a Liverpool defender heading into the game this weekend, is there an element of uh, fear almost uh, coming up against him, or do you kind of revel in those opportunities to play the best in the world? I think this one will be reveling it. I think the players will really be looking forward to it. Van Dijk and uh, Big Ibu Kanate. You know, they're two big, strong lads. So you look at the side of them, and I, I'm in awe of them. When I'm doing pitch side for the, the TV at Anfield, and you see these two boys, and they warm up together. My goodness, you know, they're so big and powerful. Um, it's it's absolutely terrific. So I think they'll be looking forward to it. I think it gives it a little bit of a different context this game because with Liverpool and Man City would normally ride high at the top of the league but this time City are up there with Arsenal and, and we're languishing in 10th so it throws up a little bit different and there is not sort of I don't think Liverpool fear anybody but it's it, it is just it's going to add something different to this game at Anfield you mentioned about uh, Van Dijk, obviously. There's a good chance to talk a little about him because like, he hasn't been the player of the season that he has been in previous seasons. And uh, like, look at the yeah, result during the week maybe gives everybody a bit of a lift. But I did notice when the Arfield goal went in that uh, Van Dijk particularly was flinging his arms in the air, pulling his jersey, looking at his teammates. Sort of body language that we're not used to looking at from Liverpool players. Yeah, but I think that it's not only Big Virgil, it's, it's, it's everybody. You look, and just before I come on, I was thinking, oh, who can I say who's been a positive this season? And there's not been too many. Thiago, um, but he, he's had an injury, but Thiago's been really good. Bobby Firmino's been good. Mm. Mm. There's not too many more where you can say have hit anywhere near the best. So Virgil's in sort of, dare I say, um, bad company there, where there's a, a lot around them who are not playing for the best. Having said that, Alisson's been exceptional in goal. He's had to be because we look so vulnerable at the moment. Particularly, you look at that second half against Arsenal was absolutely awful. Um, but you do the result against Rangers, particularly the second half, was a lot, lot better. 
Is the is the Van Dyke stuff a function of the greater product not working as well as it is, or is there something off of them from what you're seeing? No, I just think it's I just think it's it's a lack a we lack of confidence all round. You know, there's been trends. We see Matip having a struggle, uh, Virgil's having a struggle, um, Robbo's been injured at left back. So that normal function has not really been there. So come the weekend. The Gibu's come in, Joe Gomez will probably play at right back. So circumstances are probably helping the side, bringing a lot of strength back in the side. Um, Joe, a little bit more defensive. But I'm not, Virgil certainly has not been the player that he has been. And I just think it's confidence, really, in, in what you do, which has been normal. When you start thinking about it, you think it too in depth. I don't think you do things naturally. You mentioned Roberto Firmino there, Tomo, and um, it was nine goals, I think, the season before last. It was 11 goals last season. He's already on eight so yeah. far this year, so he's, he's, he's having an excellent season, uh, undoubtedly. Um, he's always kind of been, even when it was Salah and uh, Mane beside him, he was always kind of the unsung component of that front three. Contract up at the end of the season. Is it a, is it a no-brainer now that he gets that contract, given his form? Yeah, I, I would like to think so. Listen, everybody asks, who's your favourite player in this side? People think that because I'm a defender, Van Dijk is up. Bobby Firmino's always been my favourite player for what he brings to the side, the intelligence, the high press, when to do it, when not to do it. This fella is, I think he's so important to the side. And I think it gives uh, Jürgen Klopp a bit of a conundrum for the weekend. How do you fit Bobby Firmino in? And I think he's got to play Darwin Nunes, who scored in the last couple of games, up front. But then Bobby can't play on the left, can't play on the right. So does he go with 4-2-3-1, which he has done in the last few games? Then you can see Bobby as a, as a, as a number 10. And he deserves to be in with his, the way he's played. But will Jürgen go to sort of 4-3-3 and match up a little bit with Manchester City? That formation point is an interesting one because uh, he wasn't afraid to change a couple of weeks ago, Jurgen Klopp, and when things weren't going well, decided that he needed to adapt and overcome and uh, change formation a little bit. Um, and quite noticeable during the week as well, Tom, against Rangers, like Harvey Elliott had a brilliant game uh, and scored his first Champions League goal. He kind of struggling in that four three three, but but when he was, uh, you know, I guess deployed a little bit wider in the four four two, it seemed to suit him perfectly. Yeah, did he, he? He was absolutely fantastic. He, he was great. Him and Fabio Caballo, the two great lads who get in between the lines and they turn quickly and they go forward quickly, which we don't have too many like them, but they're relatively young and inexperienced. And Harvey had been our best player in about the first five games, something like that. And then we played Harvey and Fabio Caballo in the derby. And you went, wow. And which the both of them struggled. And then after that, Harvey played against Napoli away, which is a similar uh, type of atmosphere and struggled. I think it might be a bit much for him. But if you're good enough, you can perform in any situation. And particularly with it being at Anfield. But you're right, Harvey played in a different formation rather than a 4-3-3 and excelled. And so did uh, Cavallo. Uh, so he has got a sort of decision to make in what he goes with. Because as you say, he's not, we've had a tried and trusted 4-3-3 for the last, I don't know how many years. But he's seen, as he said, since he's looked at something and it looked a bit broken and he had to look for a new system and this seems to be the system. It'll take a little bit before it actually starts working. So it'll be a big, big, uh, brave call, I think, again, to go with 4-2-3-1 against the city side. 
uh, and when you're talking the formations there, it's almost like Harvey Elliott's defensive capabilities weren't too good in, in, in different games and I'm not trying to make excuses for Trent Alexander-Arnold but you, you certainly need people tracking back and helping you out a little bit and yeah, the f- guys 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 you're saying Harvey you know Mo the, the start up Mo has been Mo has not helped a lot with Trent and he's far more experienced than Harvey so you've, you've got to admit it's it's been a team thing rather than an individual thing. Mm. It's you know these lads have not given each other enough support. But Harvey has been fantastic. Mo, when he came on, um, certainly didn't celebrate as much as I would like him to for his hat trick. But you, I, you know you have to understand that he needed a rest. It was showing that, and I think he'll be better for it against Man City. What's in that, uh, Tom, on the celebrations? We were kind of talking about it before the show this morning and uh, I guess each goal he increasingly celebrated a little bit more. Um, but, <laughs> but still, it was it was strange to see someone so muted scoring a Champions League goal, especially the opener. Yeah, it was. And it, I think it, it's like any, any striker. And I've sort of played with them, I've managed them. When they don't play, certainly when I was assistant manager and then, um, manager at the time with Liverpool with Gerard Houllier we had Michael Owen I'm taking Michael Owen off oh my goodness you brought him off you think you chopped his arm off or something he was abs- but you were doing it for the good of the team now Mo not playing it was for the good of the team because he needed a rest and the Man City game so important coming up and you know with respect to Rangers we we sort of 2-0 could have been far more uh, at Anfield we knew it was going to be a little bit easier so he had to rest quite a few players, and Mo was one of them. And I think more players should understand what constitutes as making a decision for the team rather than the individual. Is Michael Owen knocking at your door afterwards saying, what's, um, yeah. what's going on? No, I'll tell you what, I pulled him in and I, on, the, on the Monday morning, and it was at Blackburn. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. And, and we had a game in midweek. We were 3-1 up, and it was about 15 minutes to go. He'd had his injuries. And so I brought him off, and there was a big screen there, and he started nodding his head, and everybody's looking at it like that. Mm. And I thought it was a disrespect to the lad who was coming on the sub. It was a disrespect to the decision. And I explained that, but he said, Phil, you know what I'm like? I want to play every minute. I feel like I can score every time. And I said, yes, Michael. I said, but I'm looking at the wider picture. And I said, I, I knew with your injuries, I said, I had to protect you for the midweek game. Mm. He still didn't accept it, like so. yeah. And did he? Did he? Did did it, did that conversation in itself almost impact your thinking again down the track? Or no, not at all. I'd have done the same thing the following week if we had another mid midweek game. Yeah. Michael was so important, and you've got to you do these things for the sake. Team boys always comes first rather than than the individual. Yeah, and managers have to fight their corner as well and um, Absolutely. Jurgen Klopp certainly did that in the press conference <laughs> during the week as well Klopp versus Didi Hamann wasn't exactly the, the argument I was expecting but uh, here we are uh, he was he was asked in the, in the press conference for people who hadn't heard um, I guess someone quoted Didi Hamann saying that yeah. Liverpool need a spark uh, after the defeat against Arsenal last <laughs> weekend and, and Klopp's response oh great he is a fantastic source well respected everywhere uh, yeah. Just a touch of sarcasm to, to Klopp's yeah. response. What did you make of the whole of the whole thing? Yeah, it was, and, and I think it's just been the way we've been playing and the questions that you do get asked when things are not going right. And it was a bit touchy the the reply from him, but it was wonderful, wasn't it? The win against Rangers certainly has give us a spark. Oh, I shouldn't have said that, you know. It's, um, <laughs> no, it, it has been one of those things. I think it has been a difficult time. Jürgen's not had it for quite a while. 
so I, I, I did think it was probably look back at it and go mm, probably it was a little bit harsh on DD there yeah because I, I suppose uh, Klopp's other comment was that you know being a former player doesn't give you the right to, to say what you want uh, and he said, especially when you have no idea. Being so, a former assistant manager, though, I mean, that's that's a that's a different. Well, course. That's a, that, uh, hopefully, that's a different thing, um, <laughs> and and it is. Listen, Didi was a fantastic player. Played in many, many a huge game, Champions League finals. So, and he's he's a sort of he, he does a lot of media work over there now in Germany. So maybe that's been maybe he said a, a couple of other things because he he probably watch a lot of German television. He's on a lot um, in his home nation, so maybe, maybe he's rattled Jürgen a little bit. At this stage, Tom, of the season, um, Liverpool kind of lying mid-table, performance is not the best. Where do you think their seating is this season? Where can they finish? Yeah, I, I do think we're finishing in the in the top four. We are having one of those blips as we did the other year when we lost when we lost six on the run at home. People tend to forget that. And we certainly come out of that um, well enough. And I think this team will do. That At this early stage, that extra game that we need to catch up on the other teams is a huge thing at the moment. And that's hanging over us. I think you take another three points at this early stage, things look a lot brighter. Everything closes up a little bit more. I think when everything gets settled and, and it's like that, you'll see Liverpool up there. I have no worries about Liverpool being in the top four. Will there be a title race involved? Hopefully, but it, it, it doesn't look that way at the moment. Finally, Tom, a score prediction for Sunday? I'm going to both, both, um, both results last year was, was Desmond. Um, I'm going again for this, this game. I'm going for 2-2. All right. Well, listen then. Uh, enjoy the game, Tom. Thanks as always. OTB AM with Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar.